Welcome to this week's episode of Grown Woman Stuff with me, Julie Jones. We are still in the holiday series. I just want to thank you for rocking with your girl. But today we are talking about no more excuses, sis, getting your money right, pursuing your purpose, and finding your healing. And there's no better person to talk to than my girl and my Sara, Marquita Miller Joshua. Listen, sis is dope. She graces the stage across the nation at speaking engagements. She's an author, entrepreneur, motivational coach. I know you probably see her locally on TV trying to help people get their coins straight, chill. And she knows a whole lot about that as the president of Five Star Tax and Business Solutions. Marquita also lives by the mantra, no more excuses, only results. In fact, she does conferences about that very topic. So we're going to tap in today. Not only are we going to talk about holiday budgeting and getting your money goals right for the new year, investing in yourself whether it's education or starting your business. But we're going to go deeper because Marquita has a very powerful backstory. As a young woman, she lost her first husband and has continued to be on a journey to minister to other women who suffered loss. Marquita didn't give up. In fact, she's even remarried, but her story inspires other women, no matter what you go through, to keep pushing forward and you can't give up. And she also helps people to stop making their excuses, not only to find their healing, but their purpose and pursue it. We got some gems today. So whether you're trying to get your coins straight, not overspend for the holidays, and maybe your backstory consists of loss and heartbreak, and you need that push just to go forward. We got you, boo. So make sure you lean in for this episode of Grown Woman Stuff with me, Julie Jones, and my sis, Marquita Miller-Joshua. It is that time for this episode of Grown Woman Stuff with me, Julie Jones, on the line with my Saba, my sister I met years ago when I was on the school board. That's a whole other story, but when I tell you, she straightened some mess out. Chow got a number straight. We are talking to author, faithpreneur, uh, motivational speaker, president of Five Star Tax and Business Solutions, Marquita Miller. Joshua, how are you doing today, sis? I am doing good. Thank you so very much for bringing me on today. I am super excited. Anytime we get an opportunity to talk about that money. Yes, we got to talk about that, them coins and the B word, a.k.a. budget, particularly for the holidays. But, you know, Marquita, I'm always thrilled with your backstory. And for those who aren't familiar, talk about becoming an entrepreneur and a business owner. Wow. You know, it was certainly a journey. Um, I was an employee working for a company um, as an accountant. And I I discovered that I was going to be able to be more financially sound and can have control of my time and do the thing that I'm more passionate about doing because I could take bits and pieces. You know, when you mm-hmm. work somewhere, there's parts of things that you like doing, but you're like, this other part I don't like. I was Chill, like, what yeah. if I <laughs> all the things that I like and create mm-hmm. a job from that and serve people and do that and have financial um, uh, stability and profitability. And so that is what I did, sis. I I cast out 21 years ago and launched the business. Uh, We're not where we started at back then. We still... I'm just grateful for where we are. Um, we help people to start, to grow, and connect their business. We are open full-time, year-round financial. Yes. Um, accounting does not stop at April 15th. Taxes mm. was used to be our main emphasis, which is still very important and mm-hmm. a very busy time for us. But we've helped. We've been fortunate to help people with during this last year with PPP funding, yes, other governmental yes. funding, your accounting. You got to know your numbers. You got to inspect what you expect. Starting mm. businesses, growing their businesses, helping them to understand how to take their business to the next level. And then, of course, the taxes, the payroll, and the accounting. Yeah, so yeah. 
it's it's been good. It's been good. Amen. And I don't do it alone. I got a good. I got a great team of employees that help me to do that to help push forth the vision to help serve the business owners, not just here in Kansas mm-hmm. City, but we've got clients all over the United States. Oh, yeah. So. Ciao. I know because you've made an imprint in Kansas City and beyond consistently featured on television. You travel to do speaking engagements. I mean, the Bible says your gift will make room for you and put you before great men and women. Let me put that in there, Lord. But what was that (laughs) moment, Marquita, that catapulted you to a whole other level of success and people knowing and connecting with you? I really have to say that, um, and you you said it, you quoted the word, and the word of God really pushed me, um, being at the church that I'm a member of, my pastor pushed me to take it to the next level, and in doing that, he said, you know, think bigger, dream bigger, and so when I began to do that, I started saying, you know, why can't I see myself on, on larger platforms? Uh, giving out the information because there are people that need this information. You know, there, there's, yeah, sure. There's lots of accountants, but guess what? I'm an mm-hmm. accountant that the customers that are predestined to connect with me, I'm going to connect with them. I can give it to them the way they need it. I can encourage them in the manner that they need it so they can move forward in business. They can start their business. And so um, in doing that, I set the feet, my faith, my faith to faith, my feet to faith and move forward. You know, it's one thing to have faith, but it's another thing to have action with faith. Yeah. The word says faith without without works is dead. And so that's what I did. I began to start uh, branching out to speak. Um, I got picked up by Bishop Jakes and did like four of his leadership conferences. Um, and that was phenomenal in its own self. Um, picking up, as you mentioned, about the uh, Fox four and kctv5 uh doing local uh, monthly segments on channel four i'm the business coach on channel five the money matters girl um did cnn money and so you you said it julie your gift will make room for you and so um and w- really when you really purpose to really serve the people and you're aware of what you do is going to help somebody it's purpose with it it really does the door is open because your gift is mm-hmm. making room for you so that gift can bless other people so now, that is so powerful. And for those who've been grinding for years, Marquita, and perhaps things haven't blown up in the way that they thought, right? What does it mean? Because you're also an empowerment coach. You minister to coach people, keeping them encouraged. Or let me even say this, Marquita, content with what God has for them, which can be tough, sis, because, you know, a lot of us, we want it big and shiny with the bow on it. You know? Yes, 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 yes. I agree. I, you know, I, I often tell people when they'll, um, I was just meeting with some people yesterday and someone was like, you know, I feel like I'm stuck in repeat. Um, mm. I keep seeing the same scene over and over. How do I get out of this, out of this repeat and get on a different uh, set of wheel, a different track that gives me, you know, additional financial stability, da, da, da. And I said, you know, you've got to change your mindset. And that's what I had mm. to do. I was stuck at a certain number of customers for a while and a certain revenue amount. And I was like, I same thing. You got to walk this stuff out. And so when I was, and I was like, God, what do I need to do? And he said, you need to change your mindset. When you desire bigger, then you will play in a bigger pond. And mm. so it, it required me to start getting around people that made me uncomfortable. You know, we all hear if you're the smartest one in the room, you're in the wrong room. But a lot of times we like to be in the wrong room because we're comfortable in that room yeah. and we're not comfortable in the next room. And so I made myself get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I can tell you, God is no respective person. We just have to be willing to date, get uncomfortable, go in the, go to the meetings that where you're not the smartest person that you like, let me be very quiet in here. Cause I don't even know why I got in this room. If you haven't been in a room like that in a year, 
You've got to change your playmates and your playground. And so then you've got to also read differently, read at the next level. Um, you know, a lot of people love Facebook and I get business off Facebook, but what Facebook groups or LinkedIn groups are you in mm-hmm. that are challenging your thinking that are not just, you know, listen, I'm always up for a good meme too, but it cannot be. That's not the thing that's going to push you to the next level. So what pushes you to that next level is challenging yourself, your mindset, so you can see something different and then you will obtain and do it. And so it's not, nobody's just like got special secret sauce. It really, I don't care who you talk to. It's really people put in the work. They put in the work and the work manifests itself when you see mm. the next level. My goodness, this sounds like one of your no excuses, only results conferences. I'm just going to tell you, Marquita, that's what it sounds like, which is a mansion, a way of life. And for someone who doesn't know what that means, no excuses, only results, although it should be obvious. But, you know, sometimes we, we don't get we don't get it or else we're hesitant to get it. Break that down, Marquita. So, you know, no excuses, only results is really removing all of those things that what I call are lying are lying truths. I will call them lying truths because they're truths in our mind, but they're really lying because they're not, they're not factual. They're not the way it is. So let me give you an example. If we're in a pandemic, nobody's going to buy from me because we're in a pandemic. That's a lying truth. We are in a pandemic, but there are people still buying. There are people who still got money. As long as you see houses still being built, then you know somebody has money and coins. Child, yes. And it's just a matter of you connecting with them. And so that no more excuses is removing all those things that look like nice, good truths. We put, we make them really good, Julie. Mm -hmm. We put bows on them, put shiny paper. I mean, I had an opportunity, you know, you, you, you and I have rocked for a long time and you were with me on the journey when my late husband passed away. Now that was a lying truth that told me, you know what, you can't do this. You've been married for 23 years. This boy has passed away. Your life is upside down. There is no more. You are, you just need to say time out, tap out. That it, people would have taken that and been like, yes, yeah, sis, you get a pass, you get a pass. But guess what? I don't get a pass. Yes, I was grieving. Yes, I had to walk through that. Yes, I'm still four years later. I'm healing is not a destination, it's a journey. I'm still journeying, but I had to say, I must move forward that's no that cannot be an excuse and you know my kids really caught me on the carpet on that and so my baby girl she literally said so mom is death an excuse Mm, mm, mm. (laughs) and I want to say jump back in your lane little girl but ultimately I knew she was serving me truth yeah and I needed to be accountable to that so I had to say you know it's not an excuse and I had to do the necessary work I did the grief work I sometimes we got to be willing to do whatever it is to move us forward so I did the I went to individual therapy I went to group therapy because what in the midst of it I discovered life is precious you know, mm-hmm. what if I wasn't able to, what if tomorrow, because tomorrow is not promised to any of us. Yeah. And so I experienced, you know, being a wife on a Sunday morning. And at the end of the day, I was a widow on that Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so I knew I needed to, I wasn't just playing for one person anymore. I was playing for two people and I needed to really make use and squeeze this thing of called life and get the fullness out of it. And so that is, that's what made me move forward. So no more excuses all about removing all those excuses they can be nice good shiny excuses age not an excuse somebody has won before they've done it they've done it when they they were done it when they were older than you somebody has been less income they've won with less income somebody may have been homeless they've they've succeeded 
coming out of homelessness. So there's not an excuse. We have to challenge ourselves to get the result. Amen. Now that'll preach right there. We can pass a plate on that. And the fact that you've remarried and just to see that you have found love again, I think that's such an important testimony. And I know we're supposed to be talking about money, but I think Marquita with your backstory, it, it, it really makes it relatable to somebody who's in a space where they really think like, this is it, it's over, ain't nothing gonna happen here, ain't nothing gonna happen there. And to really let people know, no, hold on, skirt, skirt. Life can throw you that curveball, but you can catch it and you can keep going. Yes, absolutely you can. And I tell people all the time, you know, when I'll talk to a lot of widows and they're like, okay, so, or even people who, you know, they'll say, oh, I'm so glad you're gonna be, you're healed now. And I'm like, okay, that's funny because we just choose to move forward. Mm-hmm. When you choose to move forward, that you're still carrying the things that you have yeah. with you, but you're just doing it in a different way. And so, yes, I remarried to a ma- another amazing man. I mean, he has just been what I need in this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been what he needed in this season. He came from, he was divorced. And so we've been able to take each other to the next level uh, from that and to help each other heal along the journey. And so you just have to be intentional to move forward. I say it's different than moving on. Moving on is like that never happened. No, you take that. Those things that have we it's lessons and messages that we get from our previous. And we want to take that and be better as a result of it so we can move forward. And so um I agree it's not for someone who's listening and they're thinking, you know, I'm going through a divorce and it's over for me. Nope, it's not. It's just you're going to start a new chapter and you're going to name this chapter new life. Um and you're just going to move forward. Mm-mm-mm. Amen. Amen. I see. I don't went on a whole nother different, you know, conversation, <laughs> but you know, it's just so good. You got to do that. So, okay. We're going to talk about some money since we said we're going to make it do what it do, but that is some good food for thought. Marquita is the holiday sis. People go ham with the spending. And let's not even talk about all the online shopping folks did <laughs> during coronavirus, uh, the pandemic, which is still with us, but at home and shopping online, Woo, it really got some folks. So, Marquita, what are some of the biggest mistakes people make when going all out for the holidays? Because eventually it is going to come back. It is going to come back. And, Julie, we really have to um, remember the real. We hear this. We hear the slogan. We say it. The reason for the season. We sang the song. <laughs> but we really have to understand what is the true reason for the season um, and, and that. And then we have to be truthful with ourselves. Am I in a financial position to celebrate the people I love in that manner? Because you can still celebrate them without spending money. Instead of, you know, choose time over money. Saying, you know, I just want to spend some time with you after the holidays. Can we sit down and talk? <laughs> you don't, you would think, oh, nobody wants that. They want the gift. No, there are people, their love language is time, not gifts. Mm. And they would value the fact that you slow down enough to spend time with them and to really be on saying, how are you doing? And you at the door before they can even say how they were doing that. You really looked them in the eyes. You were present instead of the present Okay. being present with people. And so really, you know, and I know you may say, yeah, that sounds good, but my kids going to be looking for this stuff under the tree. I get that as well, but you don't have to, you can now I know we in December, so I normally would say shop early, but also in the midst of it, set a budget. Set a budget, and also it's an opportunity. I say it's a teachable opportunity. If you're not in a financial position to do something, you have young children, children have expectations of gifts. What you don't have to get, I don't believe in burdening children with our financial 
uh, situations. Mm-hmm. But I do believe in, in being truthful and honest with them to let them know this season, our family is focused on coming out of debt. So there are going to be a few things, but what we're going to do is have a meaningful holiday exchange of conversation, or we're going to go visit grandma. We're going to all get in the car. We're going to take the four hour drive because we can't afford the plane tickets. We're going to do a four hour drive and we're going to have some quality time. There are things that we all can do or even getting fewer gifts. I know some people come from big, large families and they feel like they got to get all the nieces and the uncles and the nephews and the cousins, the first cousin, the second cousin gift. No. Think about if that's not your season for that, be truthful and transparent and and tell Mm -hmm. people, you know what, this year we're going to do what's called draw a name. You know, there's an app called draw a name and it will let everybody put in who, who the gift people are and it'll pick a name so no one knows it. Make it fun that only one person, has a, when you come to the family gathering, you bring a one gift, not 25 gifts mm-hmm. for one person uh, from that standpoint. And that allows you to still maintain your budget, not go all out and be upside down waiting on your tax refund. You to spend your refund next Before year. you got a chance. <laughs> <laughs> that, we just cannot do that. We got to think long term from that and resist the retail marketing everybody's doing their job the retailers are doing their job they're marketing to you on ways they can get your money but guess what some point we need to flip the script and say what can what do i have what service talent do i have that people need to this holiday season what if you could wrap christmas gifts and you like really wrap christmas gifts like the Mm bomb.com you were like a good at wrapping there are people who have money and that would and they got less time. Yes, they will drop all their presents off to you, let you wrap them. You could charge okay. three, five dollars, seven dollars, ten dollars a gift, and now you are making money this Christmas season versus spending money. There are people who need people to run errands for them. There are people who need people to put up their Christmas trees, their decor. Mm-hmm. Let's get out of the mindset of always being the consumer at Christmas time. And be the be the person receiving the money, Come producer. On. Get on the producing production side of it, and and shop around. You know, um, we we're in the stage where we're hearing everything is a shortage, labor shortage, mm-hmm. material shortage, shopping shortage. I'm not gonna get into debate if some of this is made up to create an economy or not. I'm not even gonna get into that debate, sis. But I'm gonna say this. If it's all short, the toys and stuff wouldn't keep showing up. And the stuff is well, showing up out there. It is so showing up, child. Be, yeah, so set a budget because you know after the holidays, the prices are going to go down and you can do some other things. And then if you find people that are saying, no, I want to, you know, there are people say, I want to bless you for Christmas. Tell me what I can get for you. Be truthful for them and tell them, you know, mm-hmm. now if you're getting this gift from me from your heart, then that's fine. Think about what they could do to help you set up for a new year. Be, you know, tell them, I'm starting a business or I'm going back to school. It would really be beneficial for me to have some books. I got to pay for books to go back to college. Yes. That would mean more to me than these socks and this cologne that you get me and this handbag. Let me put some down on my school books okay. for next year. Come on, come so, on. You know, help them to help make an impact for your life. But then also if they're getting gifts and you feel that, because I listen, I'm in a sorority, I'm in, I'm in AKA, I'm in links, I'm in women who is I understand that people have gatherings and all these gifts are expectations. But be willing to say, you know, now listen, this season for me, I'm not gonna be buying a lot of gifts because I am focused on 2022. I've got my plan and it just does not allow for me to do all those gift exchange. So I just want to let you know that up front. That removes yeah, it. Absolutely. That, it's okay. 
That yeah. boosts the expectation that they think you come in with 20 gifts to this gift party. No. No. <laughs> or, or if you have a business, then maybe you say, you know what? And I don't believe in giving my business service away at Christmas either. But let's say you're a candle maker. Maybe you can say, you know, um, I, I've got, I got a coupon for you to get 50% off my candle, 25% off. I mean, get creative, but do not get in the box of thinking you have to do something mm. that is not realistic for your situation. And even if your coins are right, you can do it. I'm going to challenge you. Is this even the smart thing to just burn money for one day when you could do investments? There's a lot of things changing hands in the midst of the world changing. There's a lot of investments that people could. I'm so happy mm-hmm. that I got some of the stocks that I got um, because they have produced for me. So look at look at is there a better way to spend your money? And even if you can't afford to do it, should you do it to that extent? So that's what I'll say. That is a good word. I mean, you can take $25, get somebody a, a stock, a bond or something that will last. But I will tell you, Marquita, anybody over 21, except my mom and dad, I get them a restaurant certificate every year. We don't exchange gifts. I Like you a full grown person. Are we doing gifts? No. <laughs> No, I, I'm, we're, we're helping college tuition right now. So no. <laughs> That's, now, how did you comfortably set that expectation? Cause I know there are people that want to say that, but they feel mm. they're afraid people are going to think, oh, they're broke and all this kind of stuff. How did you manage that? Because that's good. Yeah, because I believe that the truth will make you free. And <laughs> For real. And because my brother has more daughters than me, number one. And I was like, your daughters is getting old. They got full, you know, a couple of them got like real full yeah. jobs. And he had asked me one year, are we going to exchange gifts? And I really thought about that. It is not necessary to get me a gift. I know that you love me. You, you know, you're, you're not married to me. You don't live in my house. So I just came to the conclusion, hey, look, we don't have to do that. We can do that for the kids who are still in high school. And everybody knows that. Now, if I do something just because, like, you know, my niece driving back and forth in school, you know, I get you a, a nice size gas car because I know you, you doing a lot of driving. But for me, Marquita, as I've gotten older, gifts are practical. Mm, like mm-hmm. when my husband knew I needed a laptop, you know, or I remember one day, Lord forgive me, he, he there was this nice bag I wanted Marquita. He had it <laughs> in hand. It was nice too. But I realized, I said, you know what? You know, you're going to have to do some other stuff. So I say, baby, pause on that because I would really have like to have some money to do X, Y, and Z. That's good. So I always think very practically because Number one, I don't care what nobody thinks. You can think whatever. God knows my finances and he knows my heart. Yes. (laughs) That's number one. And number two, I just believe in being practical. Now, my husband will tell you I'm a little cheap, believe it or not. I'll be like, do not let this radio job fool nobody. I am very, I can be very, very thrifty if need be. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe and in you balance. you always look good. So see what I'm talking about? I, girl, I try to make it work because I will look at a price tag or something twice. My husband's like, really? You, you're not going to get that because it's that? I'm like, I don't want to pay. I don't want to pay that for no leggings. You know? Yes, it looked good at one price. Yeah, I was like, it, this, these leggings don't look good for me to exercise and sweat in for $45. <laughs> but I, I, I think what you said is powerful. Just being real and people have to understand that you are in the stage you're in. You know, what if somebody's trying to finance their own business and invest in themselves? You ain't got money to be doing a whole bunch of gifts exchanges. Yes, yes, absolutely. There's this, I was telling someone the other day and they were like, um, you know, I see you drive a paid for car. And I was like, yes, be- you know why? Because I have a business with employees. Mm. I'm not exchanging a $900 car payment to look good for people. No. 
my pay for a car is just, I mean, it gets me to where I want to go. I pay for it. I mean, it's paid for. So that's great. Now I will step it up. But guess what I've done is I paid myself before I got the car. Mm -hmm. I put the money that I would need in the account every month. I'm watching it grow. And I'm like, when it get to a certain point, then I'm going to take this car, sell it out cash, put the other rest of the coins with it. And we will, we'll level up, but we have to, I have a business. I cannot afford to just jump in something that's going to redirect funds that could be used to make money. Now I'm spending it on an asset that's going to depreciate. Yes, depreciate as soon as you leave the lot. I used to work in automotive finance, so I know as soon as you get the car to your nice driveway, <laughs> your car has officially depreciated. <laughs> yes. No. yes. Now, we got to talk about the P word, too, Marquita, because the thing with credit cards, it seems easy at the moment because you'd be like, oh, I ain't got to take no cash out. But that can also cause you some pain on, on, on the back end. So for those who are using credit cards, what would you say about quickly getting rid of that debt and maybe even just skipping the plastic you know i have a theory if you cannot pay off what you're charging at the end of the month then you do not need to charge it that's simple that, that <laughs> I mean, you don't need to charge it because if you've got to look at it because here's what's going to happen if you spend three hundred dollars you charge something that's three hundred dollars and it takes you four years to pay it off would you have spent $2,000 on this item. No. And that's essentially what's happening when you wait so long and you let payments, you max out the credit card and you do payments for three and four years. Yeah. What you pay for is ridiculous. So if you cannot pay it off in 30 days at the end of the month, then you do not need to charge it. It is that simple because we, what the whole power behind the whole mindset behind charging is that you're not using cash. So therefore you're not, it's not triggering to you mm -hmm. that it's your real money, but it is right. your real money. And not only you're paying for it extra, it's beyond whatever you see the price tag, just envision, take it times three. Would you spend that money on it? Then don't charge it. That you is paid off at the end of the month. Do not put it on a charge. Do not put it on a charge. Now I know there are long-term things, you know, like right. your house and, you know, student loans. And if you choose to do a car, I'm not, you know, trying to be judgmental for anybody who exactly. wants to finance mm -hmm. the car, but this simple thing, something that's $300 that turns into 1200 later. It's, no. Yes. Wait till you can get it. Wait till you can. I remember one time my dad has passed away. Um, but he, I remember one time after I graduated out of college, I went to him. I was like, would you be willing to loan me X? And I can't remember what the amount was. And he said, what are you going to do with it? And I told him what I was going to do. And he said, um, so when can you pay him back? I said, I can pay you back in two months. He said, okay, well, why don't you just do this? Why don't you take the next two months <laughs> <laughs> in account and invest it? Then I ain't got to loan you no money. And I was like, you know, I ain't like how that felt. Right. But it was the truth. Because ultimately, if I was really going to pay him back like that. Right. That okay. So, he, so I knew, he knew and I knew he wouldn't get that money back in two months. So. Daddy recognized <laughs> so game. He, he recognized <laughs> game immediately. He was like, not today. So um, I just say sometimes we have to use that concept. And for people who are impulse shoppers, because I know that comes with credit cards sometimes where they are, you know, they're just like, I'm going to get it. I, tr I use another um, um, concept is I call it a cool off period. Okay. If I see something, I'm like, oh, I need to get it right now. And it's at large. If it's in everybody set a threshold for what, what, whatever works for your house. If it's over a certain amount, I call it, oh, if, if the dollar amounts over X, Y, Z, then I need a cool off period. I need to see if I'm still excited about it as I was 24 hours later as I was mm. the day before. Because typically when you walk away and you have time to think about it, 
search on the internet, you'll discover, well, I can get that for cheaper. Or, you know, I don't even really like that like that. And so therefore, that will allow you to take the impulsive of buy now. So now when people say, oh, the deal's today, you got to get it. Oh, that automatically is my word that I'm not supposed to get it. Because if, oh, if you tell me I got to buy right now, you want to answer right now, then that already tells me that is my logistics. That's my language for, nope, you're not buying it today. Mm-mm. Nope. Because that's beyond my hope. That's beyond my threshold for making a decision on this day. Now that is now that can help somebody right there. I, I have done that, Marquita, thought about it, and the longer I think on it, and I have a rule. If I gotta think about it that long, I really don't need it. If I'm vacillating, yes. you know, even the Bible talks about being double-minded. If I am that yes. double-minded about a purchase, then <laughs> sis needs to back up off of it. That's exactly how I did that Louis Vuitton bag, Marquita. <laughs> I was thinking about it and I was like, now, do you really now think about everything you need to do that's coming up? I know you say live once you need to treat yourself, but that wasn't the season to do it. (laughs) Yes, yes, absolutely. And I, I, you have to do that. And the other thing you can do, my B part of that is when you think about what you're going to purchase, think about how many, for me being in business, I'm like, how many customers is this? Mm. how many customers do I have to do it? Or for somebody who's working, take your hourly rate divided by that. How many paychecks, how many hours did you have to work? Is it worth that exchange? So you can really connect what this is really costing you in the scheme of things. And it really works well because even for people who, you know, let's say they have a lower hourly salary, then to be very honest, you, you really don't want to be purchasing higher tickets because how many hours you're going to have to work to, to pay off something that's two thousand, let's say two thousand dollars, and you making twelve, is it worth that? Versus somebody who's making forty, so it just kind of helps to equal out things for me. Mm-hmm. When I look at it, and I say, okay, am I willing to? And you know, be, that's why I love entrepreneurship because in entrepreneurship, it allows you to have the ability to say, okay, how many customers do I get to get versus working hourly? And there are times I'll be like, okay, let me just double up. I'm about to get two more customers because I really want this. But at least guess what I've done is I increased my income before I spent the money. Mm, 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 mm. And if you can't increase it at the moment, that's okay. You just don't need it. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's a, another thing we didn't talk about, Julie, is during, you know, I know we're already in December and people say, oh, it's already December, you know, top of December. You still, like we talked about starting businesses, you know, and I, there's businesses, then we know there's people who have hustles. You can actually, if you say you want to, let's say this can be used beyond Christmas. You want to take a trip. You want to have a nice girl's trip and that trip's going to cost whatever. Challenge yourself to figure out how can I earn this money so it does not mess with my current cash flow. Some people don't have to go very far. They can look in their closet, see them clothes they never wore, but one time, and use mm-hmm. Facebook Marketplace and create an avenue where they could resell their stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at all that stuff in your garage, in your closet, stuff that you're like, you've passed on, it's no longer and even relevant to you. But it, somebody else could get, good, could get great usage out of it. Like we're going to come into the season where everybody's going to start working out in the gym. They're going to be there in January. People are going to buy mm-hmm. all the equipment. Yeah. And by February, so if you got all that equipment now, you know, put your equipment online right now because somebody's going to buy it in yes, January. They are. Yeah, yes, they are. <laughs> They're going to buy it in January. They will be ready for your stuff. So that's the kind of things we have to think about. We're all, we have a lot of cash around us that, that we haven't turned into cash. 
that can be very valuable, especially if you got kiddos. Kiddos choose clothing. Somebody will buy that. I was listening to another study that there's a website. I haven't went out here where they call it don't spend money, something like that. And mm-hmm. people swap things that they need. Um, they have a whole little group where like they'll say what they what the person's looking for. I'm looking for a Christmas tree. A person, oh, I got a Christmas tree. I'm looking for a chair. Oh, I got a chair. And they do this barter swapping system uh, from that standpoint. And so there are a lot of creative things that people have um, come up with done. And I'm always mindful of people who are like, no, I don't have any income. And I'm mm-hmm. really in a trying situation. And I hear what you're saying but my back's against the wall. Mm. I will say this for those because that's not that's not that's not that's not the majority. That's the minority, to be very honest. Okay. Don't be afraid to also ask for help. There are a lot yeah. of resources. I just was talking to someone last week. A young lady got into a car accident. She cannot work. Um, she was a nurse. She can't go back to work. And um, she was very honest and transparent and shared that information with the restaurant owner. Restaurant owner shared it with me. I shared it with several other people. Several of us are coming together to help her pay her rent. That's, that's a, amazing. That's a situation there that's a different and above and beyond. Yes. And if you find yourself in that, be willing to tell people around you because there are people who will truthfully try to help you. Even if it's a group of people to make sure from that standpoint, there are so many I, going back to Facebook. I saw this for the first time in a Facebook community where people did this. Um, you cannot ask to sell anything. You put it in there. What you're, you, if you need something and you give something and yes. they do it during Christmas time, it was so neat. And so I'm going to say, I have this, if someone needs it, I'm looking for, and they did a swap. No money mm-hmm. was exchanged. Mm. And I saw a lady literally put in there. She's like, for my kids, they need winter coats. And the lady said, I got extra winter coats. I'll see, I'll bring you. Where can I meet you at? And they were meeting at public places. So if you really, really, really are in a situation and you cannot, I mean, it's not like you just in a situation because you want stuff, <laughs> you know, there's a difference between right. need and want. There are people and agencies that will help you to, um, to really manage it. Cause we're talking about Christmas and there could be somebody who's like, listen, my utilities are about to get disconnected. Something I ain't serious. thinking yeah. about a Christmas plan. No, right. So those individuals, I say there are programs, there are resources, reach out and talk to people and they can help you to navigate. Um, and, and the people around you. Yeah. You know, like you said earlier, Julie, it, God knows your situation. And if people love you and you got the right people, and even sometimes strangers will come to the, to the rescue as well. Absolutely. Be willing to be that transparent and get the help you need because nobody, I don't believe anybody needs to be hungry in the country we live in. Hungry? No, not not, Not at all. We got too many resources, too many food pantries, too many churches giving food baskets. No, no one needs to be hungry. So I want to make sure I point that out because sometimes we talk to certain people and we miss those others. So. I appreciate this whole conversation, Marquita. It has been wonderful. Of course, you're an author, motivational speaker, businesswoman. Where can people keep in contact with you, what you're up to? Because I know some more is on the way, sis, in 2022. Yes, absolutely. So um, I'm active on social media. You can hit me up at Marquita, M-A-R-Q-U-I-T-A. Joshua or even Miller both come up from that standpoint. Also um, via our website at FST.com. That's five star text KC.com. Also, if you're local or even wherever you're at, uh, our number to the office is 816-444-0004. That's 816 444 0004. All right. That's how you can stay connected. Yes. Thank you so much, Marquita. Always a pleasure to talk to you, sis. And I know we're going to get it again in 2022.
Yes, thank you so much, Julie. I appreciate everything you're doing. And um, you are such, bring such value to the marketplace with keeping people informed and using your brand. I mean, you don't have to do this, but you use your brand, you oh, use your you. time, your resource and connection, and you share them so freely. So I salute you and I just say, go, sis, keep doing it. And anything I can do to help you, you know, I got, got you. And I got you too. Thanks, boo. <laughs> thank you. Yes, sis. I enjoyed that conversation with Marquita. I mean, everything from money to finding your purpose to not make excuses for why you aren't pursuing what you need to pursue, challenging yourself, getting in spaces that you're uncomfortable with. Ooh, I thought we were just going to talk about money, but as usual with Marquita, honey, we can always go beyond that. But that's what we need to hear people's story, their input, their experiences, and we can glean from one another. I mean, I conducted the conversation and I know I got to re-listen to it myself. Look, as we wrap up the holiday season, be cognizant of your goals, your purpose, your coins. What's going to make a difference in 2022 and beyond? Just ponder it. It's not just about the gifts, the holiday parties, or making sure everybody's holiday is merry, but you're not taking care of yourself. Oh yeah, enjoy the season, child. You should. But just keep in mind what the priorities are, particularly with your finances, and even your plans as we get ready for a new year. Oh, Marquita preaching to me too. We gotta stop making excuses for whatever is not in place in our lives and go forward, whether if it's our money, our purpose, or continuing to find our healing. Thanks sis for being with me today. I know you gleaned something from this conversation. Let's do it again next week. Don't forget to check me out weekdays, 10 a.m. until 3 p.m. on KPRS Hot 103 Jams or at kprs.com. Music Alpha Music Library, Property Quarter Broadcast Group.